Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And today we have special guests John and Carrie Ebel of Initiative 120. This is an initiative that will hopefully end abortion, late-term abortion, at 22 weeks and beyond here in Colorado. But before we get to some of the details, Carrie and John, thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us, Deacon Jeff. Yeah, so I think what I'd like to talk about first is what was the genesis of this initiative? What, you know, who got in a room together and thought, you know what, we need to do something? Because I think one of the things people don't get is that late-term abortion has been going on here in Colorado since 1967. You know, when all these other states were coming out with these late-term abortion bills, I had people here in Colorado say, what are you going to do to keep that from happening here? And this was people within the Catholic Church. It was clergy. It was a lot of people to say, oh, by the way, unfortunately, we were the trailblazers when it came to that kind of thing. So it's been going on for you know, 50-plus years. That's exactly right, yeah. Well, getting back to your your initial question, how it came together, it was really kind of a low-key meeting that started uh, in a library in uh, Arapahoe County in February. And some of those people uh, were – it was actually a pretty good coalition of people. Um, Some of them were involved in personhood. So the conversation kind of started with that and referring back to the history of what abortion has been in Colorado – Um, And then it kind of died off, and we didn't think anything was going to happen, but then it just suddenly picked back up in in May, and we feel like God's done a lot of it. I mean, pretty much if God wasn't in it, we wouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. And then – I'm sorry, go ahead, Carrie. So I was going to say some uh, political conservatives, some political more liberal types. um, We're a coalition, really. It's a true coalition of, um, you know, people from different groups like Students for Life, uh, Democrats for Life, um, you know, some Protestants, some Catholics, um, just a group of people that all want to do something that would be successful uh, because at the state legislative level, we're not able to pass anything. We don't have enough pro-life legislators to get anything passed into law that way. So luckily and fortunately in Colorado we have the petition process initiative process where citizens can put something on the ballot and put it to the vote of the people and we believe that the people in Colorado are going to become informed about what's happening in our state with the late-term abortions up to birth for any reason and vote to end this practice well and I was talking to you before we went on air I just saw a poll today a Marist poll that said 82% of Republicans, 59% of Democrats, and 78% of Independents oppose abortion after 20 weeks. So that's representative of the United States, and hopefully that's representative of Colorado as well, because mm-hmm. what's been going on here is just is a travesty. And I think mm-hmm. one thing, anybody listening today, this is not just an infomercial. This is to get you engaged, right. to get out and do something. And so part of that something is get enough signatures so this can get on the ballot for the fall of 2020. And so anybody listening today really needs to soul search and decide, am I going to engage in this? Am I going to say the lives of babies in mother's wombs who otherwise are being killed on a daily basis here in Colorado? So if you could talk about the website people can go on to find out how they can sign up to collect signatures, how important it is to make sure you're registered to vote so that your signature actually matters. If you can go into some of those things, I really want to make sure 
make sure that people get that they need to do something. This isn't just something that we sit by idly and say, but that's nice. I hope it works for them. Right. So, you know, as Carrie said, we really did try to build a broad coalition. Um, and that's really what this is about. And, and when you talk about, you know, what can people do, that broad coalition idea is that, you know, the opposition is organized. And so we need to be organized. And not only that, but we need to be active. So if people want to get involved, they can go to the website, which is www.dodatetolate.com. There's actually a link on the front page that if people want to distribute petitions, be a petition circulator, they can sign up and we'll, we'll get in touch with them within 48 hours. If people want to get involved, they could have a petition in their hand within about 72 hours. Well, and I know talking uh, prior to this interview, you, have it, you made it about as easy as possible for somebody to get trained to collect signatures. I mean, there's even an online thing that people can do it in from the comfort of their home, right? Right. And actually, that's based on a PowerPoint presentation. So not only can they get trained online, but if people have a group, say a church group of people who want to do circulate petitions in their church, we can actually send them a copy of that PowerPoint presentation so they can actually train their own people to be petition circulators. Well, and the deal is we need more than two or three people at a church, right? Because we all know people leave church, they're not going to stand 20, 30 deep waiting to sign a petition. We need 10, 15, 20 people there with clipboards who know what they're doing, trying to get people to sign these signatures. Because how many signatures do we need? We need 125,000, according to the Secretary of State, according to to the statute. Um, but people, another thing about the history in Colorado people may not know is the cozy relationship that our current Secretary of State has with Planned Parenthood. And well, so, they actually edit some of their uh, materials, from what I understand. Correct, correct. And that was actually published in the Post. And, yes. Um, so she was caught red-handed cooperating with Planned Parenthood. So the concern is that she's going to go over and above in attempting to throw out signatures for this initiative. So our actual goal is 200,000 signatures plus. Well, I mean, think about it. Th- just think about the message that would send to the people of Colorado if we got 200, 250,000 mm-hmm. signatures, mm-hmm. get a quarter of a million signatures of people say, look, what you're doing is barbaric and we need to stop this. Mm-hmm. That would send a huge message, you know, well in advance of the vote that people in Colorado care. So the 125 is is the low bar and you, and you need way more than that but just the message that would send and the way the media would have to actually acknowledge what's going on in Colorado would be huge. We think it's going to be a groundswell of support. We've got so many people excited about this. They're like finally I can vote to end abortion in Colorado. Finally I can do something about this issue that I'm so passionate about and it hasn't had any uh, we haven't had any movement in Colorado. We haven't had um, an opportunity to make change. So this is our opportunity, and we are very excited about how many churches are calling us, how many synagogues, um, parishes want to do this. And pastors need to be aware, and priests, that this is not politics. This is not saying vote for a particular candidate over another. This is saying this is a citizen's initiative. It's a grassroots um, effort and we're going to win and we're going to change the culture and we're going to say babies are valuable we value them and their lives matter too and we're going to protect them and we're going to take this into our own hands as colorado citizens and make this happen in 2020 
Well, I would say just real quick and then let you cut uh, enter in, John, that all the bishops of Colorado are behind this. They have sent emails out supposedly to all the pastors to let them know that this is something that they're totally behind. So anybody listening, don't think you have to do this on your own. Go to your pastor and say, hey, can we collect signatures, get signed up and be able to collect signatures? I think one of the things we tend to do is get a little too complacent and just think things are going to happen and they're not going to happen unless everybody listening steps up and does something. Mm -hmm. The very minimum everybody listening can do today is register to vote. Right. And then sign the petition. So but if you can't register to vote, you can't sign the petition. So you got to put one step ahead of ahead of the other before you can make sure that you do what you're supposed to be doing and what God's calling us to do. Mm -hmm. One of the questions I have is, you know, it's we the petition or the initiative says 22 weeks and beyond. I know that's a tough call. I mean, we want to save every baby. But what was the reasoning behind the 22 weeks? Well, Jeff, I, uh, Deacon, rather, I, I actually referred to that meeting at the library, and it was interesting that on the agenda for that meeting, there were eight points that we were going to discuss. The first one was specifically the number of weeks that we wanted to work from, and that was it was about a two-and-a-half-hour meeting, and that was the only question we covered. <laughs> I believe it. Because there are lots of different points of view on that, and some of it comes down to, you know, the science with respect to fetal pain. Um some people stick with 24 weeks at that, although there are some studies that have found reaction in fetal pain at 18 weeks. So that was a, that was a long conversation. And then, of course, in that, with that small group that was present in that meeting, some people said, you know, took the, the position, sorry, I have petitions on the mind. They took, they <laughs> Rightfully took the, so. Thank you. They took the position that, you know, if it's 22 weeks, we're out sort of thing. So that's part of the reason that that meeting after that, the, that coalition didn't stick together. But we came to 22 weeks largely because there is evidence of fetal pain at 22 weeks. Um, some of the people that were stuck at 24 came to 22. You're talking about this Marist poll at 20. Mm -hmm. um, it's a tough decision. For me personally, it was that we are familiar with a family in our church that had a baby that was 20, what was she, 23 and 6. So if we did, we were afraid that if we 23 did days. No, 23, 23 weeks, weeks, six days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So 23 and six. And we just didn't want to put something forth where I would have to be faced with the, the prospect of, you know, quote, you know, looking that child in the eye and saying, gee, I'm sorry, but we don't have room for you. Right. You don't get to come along. You, um, mi you missed it by a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. A day. Or a day. Or a day or whatever right. it was. And viability right. is becoming earlier and earlier. The medically accepted um, uh, viable age has been traditionally 24 weeks, but hospitals like the one in Kansas City, St. Luke's, they, they routinely save babies 22, 23 weeks. Yeah. And they're not only surviving but thriving. <clears throat> so the medical technology, we've got to keep up with that. No, I mean, I think, I mean, again, we have to do something to save the lives. And we're talking about viability, um, pain, and we have to pick a number somewhere. I mean, we, we, we have to remember where we live. We are in Colorado, right? They have been the trailblazers. They have been allowing the extermination of fetuses that could live outside the womb without any problem since 1967. So this is an opportunity to stand up and say, hey, one, this is barbaric, 
two, you may not even know that it's happening and we need to stop it because I think you had a good point, John. I mean, at some point, we're going to have to look into the eyes of children, if not here on our judgment day and say, why didn't you save me? Was I was I not worth it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, we had to pick a number and that's where we landed. It was kind of somewhere in between. And it was also medically um, many babies are viable at 22. Right. And in purple Colorado, 22 weeks is something we feel like we can win. Yeah. And I think, again, so for those who, you know, it's all or nothing. I mean, at some point we need to be rational. We need to understand Let's let's save these babies that are being murdered, especially we all know that it's going on in Boulder, right? And has been. We know we have people, you know, praying outside the clinic. I you know, and I think what helps us is the movie Unplanned that came out, right? I mean, I think it really allowed people to see behind the evil curtain about what is going on on a regular basis here not only in Colorado, but throughout the entire United States, how in the end, this is about all making money, right? If there was no money in killing children, nobody would do it. But this is all about filthy money and putting it ahead of a life of a child, which makes zero sense, and there's no rationale behind it. So I think everybody listening has an opportunity to say, you know what? This movie Unplanned did make a difference in my life, and I'm going to try to save children because in the end, this is terrible for women. Well, that's why we called ourselves Coalition for Women and Children, because um, abortion hurts women, and Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics don't talk to them about the emotional and spiritual and mental harm that it does to women and the guilt that they have to live with. They don't talk about that, and so... We want to care about women and give them, tell them that your baby matters and we'll help you. We'll come alongside you. We care about women. So Well, and that's the whole point, right? We care about life, not only the life of the unborn child, but the life of the woman, the father, right? The bro- potential brothers the and sisters. It's, you know, this is a ripple effect. They this have isn't, too. yeah, this isn't something that just happens mm-hmm. in isolation. This affects the entire community, right? No sin is a private sin. It affects all of us. How do we make a stand and say this This is enough and we're not going to do it anymore? So I know if you could say the website again for people to get into, but also the process about collecting signatures. How long do we have to collect signatures? What, what does that look like? So if, uh, if you can't, um, we're going to have posted on our late dot com website an events page where you can go to pick up a petition we're getting there be patient with us we're under construction right now but we will have that and you can currently click on um, a petition button where you can sign up to become a petition circulator um, and we will actually mail it to you if you can't come and, and get it um, in some cases we'll even deliver it to you but we'll get it to you and when you get a mailed packet it has all of the detailed instructions that you need to uh, follow the rules set forth by the Secretary of State for valid signatures and if you have any questions you can always email us and call us uh, the, the email is petitions at com. you can send an email or um, you know just reply to that form and just put your information in we would love to get back to you 
and uh, Deacon, I'd like to clarify, the reason we're kind of scrambling right now is we fully anticipated that we would have a challenge, a court challenge, on the language and the title of the initiative from Planned Parenthood, and curiously, never came. So we actually were geared up, lawyered up for a court challenge. We thought that's what we would be doing at this current time, but that didn't come. So while we're happy about that, it did catch us a little flat-footed, and we're also a little bit nervous about what on earth is Planned Parenthood you know, intending Planning. to do. They've got something up their sleeve. They're not going to go quietly, because before we announced this initiative, Planned Parenthood ha- had announced an intention to expand late-term abortion in Colorado. They were in the process of allowing, I'm sorry, interviewing doctors who uh, were competent in performing abortions up to 28 weeks. So this Planned Parenthood talking point about how late-term abortion is pretty much non-existent is hogwash. It's part of their business plan. Well, let's be honest, right? The later the the baby's aborted, the more money they make, right? So this isn't, again, this isn't some idealistic, hey, we care about moms. Mm-hmm. It's we care about money. And the later we can do this, the more money we can make. And I think, you know, you're talking about Planned Parenthood, you know, they're lying in the weeds, right? There's no way they're going to give up a flagship uh, state like Colorado. So we know there's going to be uh, pressure on their side to try to kill this thing or to try to and try to convince people of something different. Well, the other thing we need to remember is, look, Planned Parenthood has their fingers in all kinds of evil thing. If you remember House Bill 1032, they're the ones who do the curriculum that they're selling to the schools that they're trying to indoctrinate our children, not only in abortion, transgender issues, all these all these issues that the evil one is behind. So Planned Parenthood will not go quietly, but neither should we. And we need to stand up and say, you know what, enough. Because in the end, voters, you have a right to say, Planned Parenthood, get the heck out of here. We are not going to deal with this any longer. And this is an opportunity for everybody to do such. So for collecting signatures, we have, what, is it a six-month window? What does that look like? It's essentially a six-month window, but the clock started after the language was approved. So our clock runs out on March 4th, 2020. Okay. So there's no time like the present. You know, we can do this outside of our churches, our parishes, outside of King Supers. I mean, wherever there are people, we can go collect signatures. And if, you know, if these percentages that, that I read earlier today from this Marist poll are correct— you're going to have many more people thanking you for doing this and being willing to sign this signature. So there's no reason to be afraid. I mean, in the end, perfect love casts out all fear. And if we're afraid, it's because we're letting the evil one influence our thoughts. Well, and ultimately, you know, if as human beings and especially as believers, if our, the purpose of our lives is to glorify God, um, with re- you're talking about, you know, are, am I going to be approved by the people who I'm asking for a signature, or might I be rejected in some cases? He had something to say about that, who, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, who, who are we trying to please here? Um, ultimately, we're trying to please God, and uh, we believe that God is in this initiative, and I say that because of the way I've seen groups come together, people come together. They're so excited. They come up to us and they say, thank you, thank you so much that I finally have something I can do about abortion in my state. We've had almost a drought, you know, and just no way to make a change. And here's that opportunity, finally. Well, and in the end, look, people need to stand up and do something, 
right? I mean, faith isn't a passive sport, right? It, it is, we are supposed to participate, right? We can't get to heaven without God's grace, but he asks us to participate. And this is part of that participation with the author of life. I mean, he didn't create life so that we can decide, you know what, God, we appreciate what you did, but you know what? It's not the right time for us. So we know better than you do, God, and we're going to terminate the life of this child because it just doesn't fit into my schedule. I mean, we need to stop this ridiculous train of thinking and say, enough is enough. Get out there, sign up on the website, be a signature collector, get registered to vote, talk to your pastor. And the, I think the beautiful thing about this, it isn't just a Catholic thing. It's just, it's not only just even necessarily a Christian thing. There are a lot of people who embrace life. At our Celebrate Life March in January, I saw signs for Atheists for Life, mm. <laughs> right? I was I was surprised. I can honestly say it. But there's enough people, and it needs to be all of, you know, all of this community, this faith community especially, to stand together because we have truth on our side. We have logic on our side. We have science on our we side. We do have science on our side. We have everything on our side, yet we act like we're afraid. And I don't know what we're afraid of. What we should be afraid is if we don't do it. Right. Um, so I think people really need to get the message that this isn't, hey, this is nice. It's what am I going to do and when am I going to do it? And there's no time like the present because you need to look at your children and think if they hadn't been in your womb, they may not be here today. Well stated. Yeah. We couldn't agree more. Well, and again, if you could say the website again, I, I don't think we can say it enough, but I think we need to really engage people. So what's the website again? That would be www.dodatetolate.com. And actually on that homepage, there is a link for signing up to be a petition circulator, which at this current time is the one most important thing people can do. Yeah, I think the other thing that's really good about the website, you can go and see the whole petition, right? You can see the 22 weeks, you can see what the penalties are, and can you go through the penalties just real quick, just so people know what we're talking about? We're not imprisoning mothers that walk into an abortion clinic. You know, we're not... You know, they're not going into solitary confinement. What what are the penalties? I think I think they're reasonable and I think it le- it starts off sending an important message. Well, it does send a message, and that was a big part, um, Deacon, about the debate between the group before we put this petition forth. Um, really what we're doing with the doctors, the, uh, the abortionists, let's clarify, I don't even like to call them doctors, I like to call them abortionists. Yes. They're facing a three-year suspension of their medical license. So that's really hitting them where they live. So aside from any other penalty, I think that's the, the real teeth in the initiative is that doctors are not going to want to touch this in any way, and it's going to really dissuade and really end abortions at 22 weeks in Colorado. Yeah, and so it's it's a class one misdemeanor, uh, subject to punishment by fine, not jail time, and suspension of a license for three years. I mean, if you can't imagine anybody listening today, somebody said you can't work at what you've been doing for the next three years. Uh, that's going to hit you. You're right. That's going to hit you where it hurts. Right. And even after the three years, I'm good luck getting malpractice insurance mm-hmm. if you just suffered a three-year suspension. So as far as the medical license goes, it's essentially like a death penalty on the medical license. And, and in, a woman and, that has an excuse me that um, she would not be charged. It right. Specifically spells that out. Yeah. I mean, in the end, 
determination of a life inside the mother's womb is not medicine. That is murder. Mm. If you're a doctor, you're there to help people, right? A child is not a tumor. A child is not something that needs to be extracted from the mother. We see, we see in utero surgeries mm-hmm. to cure diseases that children have so that when they're born, they're fine. I mean, the dichotomy that we live in in this world where at one point we're saving the lives of children in womb so that they can be born healthy, and in the end we have doctors who are, who are supposedly there to help and heal us terminating their lives and getting rich doing it, I mean, the whole thing just feels dirty. Mm -hmm. And the Hippocratic Oath, you know, the first line in the Hippocratic Oath is first to do no harm. So I find that's why I don't like to refer to abortionists as doctors. Yeah, because in the end, you're, and we talked about it before, you're doing harm to the child, obviously, but you're doing harm to the mother, to the father. I mean, you're doing harm to the community. I mean, how many children have we aborted where one of them may have been the, been able to come up with a cure for cancer? I mean, we have no idea how many saints, how many people have been killed all because of our convenience and it's the right of the mother. I mean, in the end, we've, we've crossed the line to infanticide talk uh, that we've seen over the last several months. So there is no end. And this is a chance to say, yes, we're drawing a line here in Colorado. We will not terminate the life of a child after 22 weeks. We ask you to sign up and get registered to vote. I don't care what party you're in. It doesn't make any difference. Register to vote. Sign up and make sure that you are making a stand, that you are defending the life of a child. Any any comments? Because we only got a minute left. I can't believe it went that fast. Well, this is just an educational um, outreach as well. Because I've had so many people come up to me and say, I didn't know, Carrie, that we had this law in Colorado. Yeah. I didn't know that there was no restrictions on abortion whatsoever. And I'm um, thank you, thank you for um, pointing that out to me. Because it's amazing to me because I've been involved in pro-life for so long that people don't know that. But the average person doesn't know. So this is an educational effort as well. Yeah, and, and people don't know that Colorado was the first state to decriminalize abortion. So we feel like this is a, f- a perfect battleground. We're going to start turning this around, and this is the time to do it. And so we're, we here at Catholic Charities, at Respect, the Respect Life Office, are also fully behind this, as if you couldn't tell, we are. Uh, but you can also email us at life at ccdenver.org if you're interested to sign up. We can help direct you. You can go to our website at respectlifedenver.org, and all this information will be on here to direct you to what you need to do. 